0: Welcome to another episode of the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes. And why am I calling it that? Because that's my name. And a good listening to, after all, is what coaching is all about. So a GLT with me, CG, see what I'm doing there, is my new podcast series with a strong storytelling imperative, And with the simple aim of inviting my guests to a space called The Clearing, where we get to shake their tree, hear their story, and amplify their brand. Who are you, and what's the story that you tell? So yes, welcome to a GLT with me, CG, and we're recording. So, hello and welcome to another episode of What You Need Is a Damn Good Listening To. And today I'm absolutely delighted to be bringing one of the warmest, kindest, most warmth emanating human being I know, Maria kasova And I think I've got that right because it's not cassava, is it? Yes, <laughs> you got it very right. And thank you for this
1: beautiful introduction, Chris. You're very welcome. It's good to be with you. Right. Say again. It's my honor and pleasure to be with you, your guest.
0: And by the way, I Googled you because I can just before we started. And I have to say, (laughs) congratulations, you're right up there. There is only one Maria Katova. So (laughs) you're doing really well. Um, You are speaking to us from Bulgaria today, which is very exciting. You're the first person on What You Need Is A Damn Good Listening To that I've spoken to that's coming from Bulgaria. So just talk us through why you're back there.
1: So I came here four weeks ago. I'm normally based in London, but I came here four weeks ago because now I can be based anywhere really with most of our work or all of our work being virtual. And the first two weeks were really challenging because I had to go into complete quarantine. And that was really hard dealing with isolation and having to get friends to buy me things. But now this is over and I have discovered again the joy of meeting friends the joy of going to the shops to even going cafes and restaurants because they're open in Bulgaria and even some cultural events. I went to an opera on Wednesday uh, and I saw Norma from Bellini. I've been to a concert. So yeah, life and the summer is blooming in Bulgaria as is work, as you know. So
0: I'm really excited. So Maria's back on the open road because lockdown has been its own very testing experience of all of our resilience, has it not, as we know? And what you really specialise in, apart from your kindness and your empathy, is uh, the idea of really, really helping people with their resilience. Um, so do you want to talk us through you know, what, what you most like to do when you're in your sweet spot of doing what Maria Kosova does?
1: So when when I'm in my sweet spot and I was thinking what an ideal day for me would look like, it would definitely have either coaching or facilitation. And what I love is, um, and that's the way I'm introducing myself now at dinner parties when I'm asked, what do you do? So mm-hmm. I say that I am a tour guide and I take individuals and I take people on explorations where they explore their strengths. They explore their achievements, their victories. We sometimes revisit the dark caves where they have made a mistake. And in the conversations that we have, they realize that they've learned a lot. They realize that they were actually not a mistake. It was just part of the learning journey. And uh, I love that. So my sweet spot is really to help people believe in themselves. I absolutely love
0: that evocation of rather than just taking people on what we've all heard, we're all on a journey. That's rather dull compared to what you've just described, which is a really beautiful way to navigate, segue, uh, you know, go into cul-de-sacs, come out again and and tour guide. What a beautiful thing. I love that.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm lucky because my passion is my hobby now. So uh, I, I used to have, as you know, I used to have another career over 20 years. I worked in media And I was working with extraordinary teams in BBC, Discovery, NBC Universal. We were selling the channels and it was very exciting to learn the corporate life and the challenges. Uh, And probably my favorite aspect of that was nurturing my team, which is what led me to where I am now. And uh, I'm really fortunate that my hobby is my full time job now.
0: And by the way, what I've so enjoyed in the times that we've known each other during, well, we've known each other for about three or four years. But uh, in the lockdown period, you were the first person to have the most you know, resonant, warm amplification of a background. You know, we both enjoyed a, an acronym about how to present well online, which is blade, you know, background being first, lighting, angle, distance, energy. But you've always had i mean, even what you're wearing today. You just resonate and glow warmth, which is a quality I definitely experience in you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And, you know, in London, my background is yellow, which makes me to stand out. But also it's a color of optimism and positivity. And I think we really needed that. So yeah. I think
0: it did help. Sure thing. So I'm going to invite you into a little area called The Clearing, which is just uh, some storytelling archetypes of what we're going to talk through, getting you on the open road of of who you are and you know, getting you to fly your kite metaphorically, uh, tell your story and in the end, amplify your brand and also talk about the voice And the personality of Working Voices, which is what we have in common. We both work for that wonderful entity that is Working Voices. Apart from the other stuff that we do on the open road of our freelance careers, which is fantastic. So talking about clearing, first of all, Maria, um, where do you go to get clear, to get clutter free? If you're given the opportunity to just go where you can be most innovative.
1: So my favourite clearing is nature. And nature can be Wimbledon Park, which is where I used to live, uh, five minutes away from me. And just walking around the park, there's a little lake. And I just loved sitting there and watching the goose swim. And uh, if there is sunshine as well, just just get really immersed in nature, sometimes even hug trees. And uh, really, there's something majestic about nature, which fills my soul. Coming back to Bulgaria, I've been fortunate to go to a few mountain resorts. And Chris, in one day, I feel so alive. But it's also given me such a list of creative life. I've had so many ideas. I have been so productive designing programs, delivering PowerPoints and course notes, facilitating. So really, nature is um, is my temple. And uh, that's really the one place and the other place is dancing. You know, I love dancing and I love uh, dancing. Five Rhythms, Be a Dancer. These are healing, meditative uh, dancing modalities. And it's just extraordinary when I immerse myself in dance. I've also been able to generate fantastic ideas and just really ground myself, kind of come to my center, feel happier, feel more, feel more hopeful. So these are two places. I probably would say a third and I'll stop. My nephew's. When I interact with my nephews, I just enter into a different world and I love them so much. And so that really nurtures me. And because they're so creative, they are 10 and 13. So with them, everything is uh, very exciting. And so these are my three places.
0: So there's an innocence of the childhood perspective that you're also fueled by there. And I just love that, by the way, the idea of uh, nature is your temple. And there you are dancing around the temple with your nephews or nieces nearby. Did you say nephews or nieces or was it one of be Nephews, nephews, two boys, Nestor and Alex. I like that, we're, we're even bigging them up, Nestor and Alex, beautiful. So welcome to your clearing and uh, thank you for letting me join you now at your temple where we're gonna watch you dance around the values of Maria. <laughs> so uh, the first storytelling archetype, we've got a tree, an apple tree Maria within your clearing, within your temple. We're gonna shake the tree to see which apples fall out. How do you like them apples? And the apples are going to take the form of this exercise that we talked about beforehand, which is called 54321. You've had five minutes, or as long as you needed, to think about four things that have shaped you. And you started to tell us some of that in any case. Three things that inspire you. Two things that always really grab your attention and sort of make your heart sing, if you like. And then one quirky or unusual fact that we couldn't possibly know about you, Maria, until you tell us. So that's the archetype. Let's now shake your tree. Which one of those apples would you most like to talk about? (laughs) That reminds
1: me, by the way, of a song that I love by Peter Gabriel, shaking the tree. If you remember from the 80s.
0: I remember Sledgehammer, Um, which is obviously...
1: It's the same album. I think it's the same album. Yes, yes, that song is from the same album.
0: Okay, so so let's shake your Peter Gabriel tree. Uh, Which apples are falling out and which one of those elements would you like to talk about?
1: I would like to talk about one particular element which has shaped me as a person, one fact from my life. So I won't go into four because five minutes is not that long. And uh, that is that... I'm a Bulgarian nomad, as you know. My father was a diplomat. He was an ambassador in different countries. So I went to school. Uh, I went to a French school in Geneva, to a Bulgarian school for a little while, to a Russian school in Afghanistan, and to an English school in Ethiopia. Wow. And what this did, Chris, for me is that it really expanded my horizons. I think that's probably when I got the bug of adventure, of traveling. I love meeting new people, going to new places, I love interacting with new cultures and getting to know new customs and traditions. And uh, so this made me very uh, adaptable, very flexible. I think that's where I already uh, developing my empathy and probably my kindness. Because every two years or three years, I was the new kid on the block and I had to integrate myself. And uh, it took a lot of flexibility, it took tolerance for the new ways that uh, my, my, my friends were at school. It also gave me a sense of what it means to be isolated, not to belong, to be disconnected from the group, the herd or the tribe. And so I feel very passionate about defending people who are on the margin um, and just standing by those who perhaps are voiceless, which is why also empathy and kindness are my motto now. As you know, I'm an advocate for that because I think that we live in very challenging times. There are so many uncertainties, the proverbial VUCA environment. And uh, I think that we can really, the, the only way to get the best out of different colleagues and stakeholders is to use kindness, appreciation. I think we can be a lot more powerful with appreciation, gratitude, empowerment than using coercion on fear. So, this is really my multicultural multi-territorial experience which then was replicated professionally because i've worked in on all continents i lived 12 years in singapore i learned enormously and i think this has uh, imbued every fabric of my body and thinking and heart uh, to be the person that i am right now
0: i love that and the, the the just the versatility the sheer cultural immersion that you've had across numerous cultures and indeed cultural communication is one of your absolute specialisms i know and so that's, that's right what, and so can we talk about what's brought you to the specific the working voices clearing that we both also reside in so what what was your journey to that clearing
1: my journey was that in 2015 i returned to the uk after 12 and a half years in singapore and up until that point i had a commercial career in media sales and then i was also doing part-time coaching and training and uh coming back to london i decided that i really want to focus entirely on what i'm very passionate about, which is to help people transform and fulfill their potential and uh, their dreams. Yes. And so I was looking on the internet for different companies and I loved the website of Working Voices. It resonated with me. I loved the message from Nick Smallman. And I was speculatively calling different companies. So I spoke to Emma, who was HR manager at the time, and uh, we had a good chat and she said, we're not looking for anyone now, but if something changes, I'll call you. And lo and behold, three in 2017, in uh, January, she called me and she said, would you like to meet with Nick? And I said, I would love to. And we met with Nick and uh, we really connected immediately. I mean, we talked about a lot of things. We both discovered that we have a passion for discernment and critical thinking and making sure that we don't take everything on a face value. Um, And I really admired his authenticity, his humility, his warmth. I felt like, well, we both felt that we had known each other forever and we were friends. And so, as you know, the rest is history. I feel so fortunate and happy to be part of the Working Voices family and to have met you and so many other extraordinary people.
0: And in terms of on your your journey, the tour guide, here you find yourself in the Working Voices clearing now. And it's a a real pleasure to share this space with you. Um, We're going to talk about some... Um, elements of alchemy or gold now another bit of storytelling archetype for you so um when you're really in your zone of being chief's officer of, of kindness and empathy um what's the the alchemy or the goal that you most like to bring or offer to people
1: i think i offer warmth i offer that space of tolerance acceptance uh probably um open-mindedness And I remember from even a small girl, people were telling me, all my friends, everyone was telling me that they feel comfortable to share their deepest secrets because they know that I'm not going to lynch them and I'm not going to go off on a moralistic tangent. And I think this is really valuable. And uh, of course, we all have learned different coaching techniques and questions, but I also very intentionally bring love, kindness, unconditional positive regard to the sessions and uh, I people feel that and we also become the other element of me is that for me it's always a journey of equals so i learn and I progress as much as the people that I work with progress be it one-on-one coaching or in a group setting and uh, hopefully this is uh, and a bit of joy as well and
0: playfulness
1: hopefully I bring that too
0: so I'm really hearing reciprocity joy warmth empathy and kindness it's so clear what you're transmitting so I'm gonna award you shortly with a metaphorical cake that we're gonna put a final cherry on. But can we hear the unusual or quirky fact about you, Maria Kosova, that we couldn't possibly know about you until you tell us?
1: Yes, so my mother, Tiana Kularuva Kosova, was an opera singer. And she sang in opera, she, she was a soprano, and uh, that's where I have my love for opera and classical music as well. And she was my best friend. She passed away uh, quite earlier on in 1991, so it's been a while. But in when she was alive, she was my best friend. And she taught me a lot about the world. And um, one of the things I remember from her were that uh, we can be anything. She, she used to tell myself and my sister, you can be anything you want. She used to say that uh, look for kindness and the goodness in people and also do something good and throw it away in the sea. And uh, I really have replicated this from her and hopefully I'm living her legacy by, first of all, having achieved incredible things in my own eyes, travelling and doing, uh, having two careers, um, but also passing this song to everyone I encounter with. And that means uh, sometimes making mistakes. I make mistakes, others make mistakes, and hopefully I bring more tolerance and forgiveness and compassion, hopefully, that also I have from my mum and uh, I still love her very much. So she's still alive in my heart.
0: You said something really beautiful there about passing it on, but I also heard passing on the song in what you were chiming with there. So it's a bit like your mother is the voice of an angel that's still singing her song, which you're bringing with you as your tour guide yourself.
1: Wow, you're moving me. (laughs) Well, We're going to see the other side of me the very emotional side but thank you uh, okay. yeah
0: um, can you just I tell us that's the case And uh, forgive me for interrupting at the beginning of that story. What was her name again? it's such a beautiful unusual name on the ear so your mother the opera singer what was her name again?
1: Tatiana Kularuva Kosova. Tatiana you can uh, we she used to be called Tanya for short. So uh, that's uh, and uh, yeah, we have pictures of her when she was uh, in different operas. She lived and she sang in uh, Moscow. That's where she started opera singing. Yeah. So she's uh, a very dear person to my heart. And and I mean, my dad has done a phenomenal job. He's my best friend now. But yeah, that cherries. My mom was uh, really uh, a big part of who I am now.
0: You're so eminently qualified to be global head of yourself. This is so beautiful that just, just the, the texture and the color, the empathy and just the emotion that you're able to bring as well so naturally. So I'd like to award you with a, a final cake and the cherry on the cake, you've given us so much wisdom already, but the cherry on the cake is, what's the most inspirational thing that you've ever been told? Or what's your favorite quote? You can answer this how you like, but what would you, what would you like to leave us with as a cherry on the cake?
1: I would like to remind everyone watching this that you are perfect as you are. You are way better, way more worthy and more successful than you think you are. Please believe in yourself. Please be resilient. Please follow your dreams and uh, be very brave to shine your light on the world.
0: Maria Kosova, it's been a joy talking to you. You have been watching What You Need Is A Damn Good Listening To with me, Chris Grimes. And it's been such a joy, Maria. Thank you very much indeed for being here on the podcast. Thank Thank
1: you. you, Chris. Thank you so much. You've been listening
0: to the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes. If you've enjoyed listening and you'd like to hear more, then please do subscribe on all the usual channels. Plus, I'm hosted on Buzzsprout. And you can connect with me, Chris Grimes, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, at ThatChrisGrimes. Plus, you can also visit my two websites, secondcurve.uk and instantwit.co.uk. So, thanks for listening to a GLT with me, CG. Until next time, OWTD, on with the day, and goodbye.